I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in again. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the revival in Asbury. Not terribly much because I don't know too much. And I'm not some investigative reporter and I don't think it is that pertinent probably for uh, that much attention for me to pay attention to. (laughs) That makes sense. That probably sounds insulting. It's not meant to be. It's just, you know... um, We all got stuff going on in life, and there's always something, some event going on, and it is exciting to hear about when people are praising the Lord and repenting and all these things. Um, But I had a couple different people ask me my thoughts about the Asbury Revival, and it was funny because I I didn't even know about it Um, when it had first started. I listened to this podcast. Y'all should check it out. It's um, from Alicia Childers. And uh, she's into apologetics and things like that. And I think she's really uh, great at expressing her faith and why she believes things. And just, you know, all these things from a biblical perspective. Uh, But she was talking about the Asbury revival. And, you know, again, I hadn't heard about it until she had brought it up. And the points that she made was really good. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with Asbury revival... You're like me, you live under a rock, you know, um, just take a second to look it up. Uh, it's a revival on a college campus in Kentucky, pretty much. And I don't know if the leaders there are calling it a, a revival, maybe more like a, a an awakening or, you know, a repentant time or something like that. Um, but uh, I think something that is kind of tricky is that anytime you have something that happens in society, um, you know, with other humans around you, whether it's in your town, um, in your family, (laughs) um, in the country, in the world, whatever it may be, people usually will want you to have an automatic reaction to it. Like, okay, go ahead inside. Are Are you for this or against this? And you're like, wait, what? Like, I don't even know all the details. What do you mean? Am I for it again? I don't know. I don't know. What is it? What do you mean? And, you know, we've had those experiences before as a nation. You know, when we have um, high profile criminal cases in the media and then it's like, well, whose side are you on? Well, what do you think happened to this? What do you think this, you know, policeman was wrong? Or do you think, you know, O.J. Simpson really <laughs> murdered, you know, whatever. All the things. Um, and it's like, what's your opinion? And it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Are you allowed to say you don't know anymore? People, man, they get real mad. They're like, what do you mean you don't know? You should know. I don't know. Um, or especially with our own investigative reporting because we have I don't Twitter um, or you know Instagram I have that Facebook Snapchat do people still do that I don't know what whatever other TikTok obviously those things um, and so every human on earth who has a phone and um, fingers maybe not I don't know um, can get in there and report any kind of anything and have their own opinion and say, well, I saw this and this is what happened. And now, you know, for example, like police brutality, you know, can you believe this happened? Um, you know, police are racist. We need to totally, um, do away with police officers. 
if you're not in that side, you're a racist. You're like, wait, what? What? Wait a minute. What do you mean? What's happening? What's going on? I need more details. I need to know what's going on. Okay, you said there's some of these details, but you're also leaving out these details. Like, I need a full picture. And also, you know, sometimes you're just not going to get that full picture because you weren't there. And that doesn't mean you put your head in the sand or anything like that. However, I do think God calls us to have wisdom and discernment. And people do get aggravated when you say... I need to gather more facts, or I'm not really sure about this. I need to find out more information. Well, then you must be against this. You're a party pooper, <laughs> you know, or whatever the case is. You're a bigot. Uh. It's like, can we calm down for a minute? Is it okay to use wisdom? Is it okay to look into a situation? Is it okay to step back and be objective? Uh, I think it's dangerous and foolish to jump on every single bandwagon that comes along because. You got a lot of fools up in hell driving some bandwagons. And uh, and then it's like, before you know it, if you're agreeing right out of the box, like, oh, well, you've got some good points. Or, yeah, you said this is happening. That's great. And, da, 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 da. and then down the, later, down the line later, you find out, like, actually, th those weren't the real facts. Well, actually, it's missing a big chunk of the story. Actually, you know, um, this church that you thought was like, super great that you were telling your friend to go to, um, to check out, but maybe they lived in a different town and you didn't know. Um, but they're like preaching some guy named Fred, uh, who's the Messiah. And you're like, oh crap, <laughs> should have looked into that one a little more. <laughs> so I think, uh, maybe that was a bad example. I think it was a good example. Um, I think it's good no matter what situation it is, whether it's, uh, criminal cases, um, political stuff in the world, uh, you know, things with church, uh, people who are preaching something, you know, to find out like, what exactly is it? What exactly is going on? Um, and to be prayerful about it before you run out of the gate and support something. Um, not to say that you just sit on the fence all day long, but that you, you do, you know, you're a good steward with whatever's going on in the information and the words that come out your mouth because you are going to be accountable for what you have coming out of your mouth and um, you don't want to influence somebody in the wrong way if it's not an accurate picture and you can't know everything you're probably like wow what in the world are you talking about I'm just talking about all the things um, so I think the other things are and this is separate from the Asbury revival obviously not in comparison at all um but I don't know if y'all have heard of the commonwealth games that um Britain host last year but there was a huge like kind of idol worshiping you know revelation looking weird thing happening during their performance in halftime I don't know what they do over there um that you know looked pretty concerning you know, the woman and the beast from Revelation, if you, if you want to look into that. Um, so, you know, there's, there's tons of things that our society does that, um, that they're, I mean, technically not our society, but in the world, um, that, you know, maybe we all come together to do or just whatever. And the Grammys is another thing, but can I be honest? Yeah. If you're a Christian, um, you know, from what I hear, and a lot of times when I get news, which is probably another great thing, is from social media because other people are talking about it, and I'm like, what are you talking about? What happened? Um, and so, you know, I heard about the satanic little whatever the heck that was going on um, and the Grammys, and, you know, 
if you were watching it, even if they didn't go on, do you know how many performances on there are kind of like nasty? Nasty, probably not pleasing to the Lord, so check your heart. Okay. Um, but the other thing is, you know, with the satanic thing there, um, you know, this world and our country, uh, man, everything is so upside down and so flipped. And so people, I think also, because things are kind of really in your face nowadays with just really upside down stuff, that people are really hungry uh, for the Lord. Whether they know it or not, you know, they're searching for love in all the wrong places. They're searching for the truth and, and, you know, every place that can be found possibly. And so I think that is why, you know, with Asbury revival thing happening, whatever you want to call it, um, why it's so exciting to Christians because it's like, man, we've been real tired and discouraged with hearing all of this really garbage stuff going on in our culture and in our, in our world, uh, whether it's in the media stuff or with people down the street or just whatever it may be, all these unbiblical things going on around us. So, oh my gosh, if we hear about somebody going into a church and praising the Lord and a thousand people are lining up, well, praise the Lord. You know, there's a light to be shown. It's really you know, good to be excited about, but I do think also before you start jumping in the bandwagon, you just ask like, okay, um, that's exciting, but also we know that our culture has watered down the Bible and the truth of God so much that it doesn't resemble the Bible or God anymore. And I'm not saying that's what they're doing at all. I have not attended any meetings. I do not know what they're preaching. I don't know what their beliefs are. So again, I can't, you know, it's hard to have an opinion either way. Um, but I would caution you to also be careful of, of your opinions too. You know, um, make sure that this is the Jesus of the Bible. That, you know, like Elisa Childers was, was talking about in her podcast, that the gospel is clearly presented because what happens is, a lot of times in our um, Christian clubs, whether at school or, um, you know, even in churches or whatever is going on, is it's all about love and peace and, you know, everything's gravy, baby. And then you're like, what does that mean, though, you know? And there isn't a lot of opposition because everybody can get behind love. Everybody can get behind peace. But if you start talking about repentance, what does that look like? What is, what is sin? You know, if God wants you to go and sin no more, what does that mean? And can you call sin, sin? You know, are we listing specific things? Are we telling people that, no, you're not good enough, actually? We're all sinners. We all deserve hell. You know, the wages of sin is death. You need Jesus Christ, the sacrificial lamb. You had to have a blood atonement to pay for your sins so that you don't go to hell. So it can appease the wrath of God because he is just. And so, you know, are you, um, do you know that Jesus, do you know that the things in your life, you know, just like all of us, because we're born into sin, are displeasing to the Lord and are destructive and, and will send you to hell. And so are you accepting Jesus as your Savior, asking his forgiveness, because he will so, so be willing to forgive you, and um, and so that you can go to heaven and be with him. But I think a lot of times it's like, you know, God loves you, God just wants you to be happy, you know, you're enough, you know, um, God made you perfect just the way you are, and then nobody needs a Savior. And now I'm going to sing a song, 
Kumbaya, my lord, whatever song you must sing. <laughs> then you'll be like, oh. uh, but what does that mean? You know, um, we have good feelings. And that's the other thing, you know, about these situations, any, any situation where you get stuff hyped up, you know, um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be people jumping up and down, but just the emotional experience of things, people, especially again, with social media posting different pictures or different videos from the Asbury thing, um, where people just get naturally curious, like what's going on over there? You know, it looks like the Holy Spirit beamed in, (laughs) from a planet and he's there and we need to go visit him now there it's like that's not um that's not how that goes (laughs) you know the holy spirit if you're saved is within you um and not in one spot where you have to go to find him and i think that um i think people do want to be a part of an experience and and want to be a part of something really neat and again, with social media, sometimes people want to go there to like film their, themselves being a part of a, a famous experience uh, so that they can be associated with cool things that they know are going to be historical and whatever. Uh, uh, just the motivation. Um, sometimes when we do those things, God can use it. Uh, but sometimes when it's just for the experience, anything that happens there is it makes it hard to stick and be long-term and really uh, bear fruit, if that makes sense. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we should definitely be discerning and judge righteously, right? As long as we have the same biblical standard for ourselves, we're not being a hypocrite, okay? Um, but that way we're not carried with every wind of doctrine or being ensnared by the devil because, you know, how many people have come in, in sheep's clothing, you know, but they're wolves, uh, so things look good. And again, I'm not saying that about these people at all. I mean, praise the Lord if it's great. You know, praise the Lord if the gospel is being presented and and the fruit that happens there. But um, to just be automatically in support of everything before you really understand what people are preaching and believing um, is dangerous just because, you know, ever since the beginning of time, and we really see it in our culture now, people are preaching a different gospel than what the Bible has. And so it's not just for the Asbury situation, but it can be also if you hear about like a bunch of celebrities in Hollywood getting saved and you're like, oh, that's so great. And you're like, actually, you know, now they're Muslim. You're like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, that's not, I thought you meant something different, you know? So we just really need to look into things. First uh, John 4, 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. And so if you're trying the spirits, that means you're not believing every spirit, spirit and you are really going to the Bible and looking at, you know, uh, the different fruit and what's going on there. Matthew seven fifteen. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Second uh, Timothy chapter four verses three and four. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. So you have a lot of people, um, you know, different different progressive churches that will say, you know, God loves you, just come as you are, and he just wants you to be happy, and you can 
you know, live in your sin and you're going to go to heaven. There's no such thing as hell. You know, all these things that are actually not truths of the Bible. And so we can't say like, we just need unity. We just need to be at peace with everybody. It's like, no, like if there's things that oppose the Bible, we need to call them out. Like, no, that's not right. Actually, that's going to send you to hell. Okay. And you should avoid that church because they are sending people to hell. They are lying about what the truth of God really says and who Jesus really is. And so they need to be known um, as a false, you know, teacher so that we can warn people that's not the truth. You know, that's not the way to God. Um, that is actually a trap that Satan has set so that people don't really uh, get right with the Lord. Don't really ask Jesus to be their savior because Jesus does require us to, um, you know, repent, uh, to turn from our sins. And he gives us that power to be able to do that. Um, but he, you know, wants all of us. And, and I think the world just preaches like you can just have yourself the way you want it and not be made into the image of Christ. Um, and in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 13 through 15, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So you have to be on your guard. You can't just say because this looks good or because they're claiming to be Christian um, that this is of God. You have to really try the spirits to really have discernment, ask God for his wisdom so that you know it's not a trap from Satan. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's biblical. So I think, you know, and I think when people hear about uh, these different experiences going on, um, they, they want to be a part of it. They want to see if it's kind of contagious, you know, they want to go and say, okay, can I get some of that too? <laughs> I'm always looking for some kind of, you know, we'll just say drug, but not necessarily a drug um, that's going to make me feel better. That's going to make me happier in my life um, worth living, you know, but what happens after the experience is over, you know, are people going to be discouraged when that feeling is done? Are they going to feel alone? Are they going to even be more depressed because they can't keep that feeling going? Uh, and I think that a lot of times that's of new Christians too, when you get saved and you're like, I'm on fire, I'm going to, you know, God's going to use me to save the world. And then you get any kind of hardship or any kind of uh, spiritual warfare in your life. And you're like, this sucks. <laughs> like, I hate this. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, you really need to have a local church that can help encourage you and help, um, help you grow and have that discipleship, that mentoring so that you can see when the feelings go away, you know, what does faith look like then? Um, but a lot of times when you gather to an experience, that's just not even around where you live, it's like, and then the experience is over. And then what? Um, so I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. It's just, you just have to be cautious. Um, and I think, again, it's good to not be offended when people 
have questions and say, well, why do you do this? Well, what does this mean? Can I have more information? If you're a person that's offended, ask yourself, like, why are you offended about it? You know, why, why does it tear you up? Because you think that people should be supportive of everything that comes along. That's kind of why we're in trouble right now. <laughs> because every single thing that seems to come along, everybody's supportive of it. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's good. That's great. I'm so excited for you. Great. You know, and then now it's like, oh, that's your truth. Oh, you know, as long as you're happy and nothing means anything anymore. So it's good to be objective. It's foolish not to. Um, there's a good debate exchange, um, maybe just a conversation with different perspectives on the Asbury Revival. And it can be found on the Unbelievable uh, Faith Explored podcast with Justin Priorly. Um, so he has Timothy Tennant, who's the president of the Asbury Theological uh, Seminary on there, as well as uh, the uh, an author and podcaster, Alicia Childers, who's also the one that gets into apologetics, and the uh, pastor and author, Gavin Ortland. Uh, if you want to check that out, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but I, I just think the biggest takeaway here, no matter what side of the fence you are on, on this, I don't really think that's that important. I haven't really heard anything um like any heresy that's coming out of there yep not saying that there's not though don't really know uh, but I think the biggest takeaway is that people are hungry okay for something bigger than themselves they're hungry and they're ready to encounter God and so instead of looking for another church to do that work or for us to go and have that experience at that church it's us to realize like hey God says like the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few so you know there's people around you that will reject God, but you also see that there are people who are hungry for the Lord and that this world is is not the answer. We know that it's not the answer, but that they're also realizing it as well. So are you going to let God use you? Are you going to let God use you to lead them to him, right? Um, there's this book I found uh, in like 2016, I heard about it from Focus in the Family. It's called Honest Evangelism by Rico Tice. And my uh, church actually ended up doing a class after that book. It's a really good book and it's a really great resource. You can get it on Amazon. I think it's like $13 now. I don't get a kickback or anything. I'm just letting you know that's a good resource. Um, but don't forget, you know, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, it says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye th therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And so we know um, a, a little tiny story is when I was in high school and when I was graduating high school, I was like, I'm definitely not going to college. Uh, I was like, I'm going to be an evangelist. I'm going to be like Billy Graham. Okay, well, I also now believe that women... <laughs> are not pastors like or deacons but um but also what i realize now as i'm more mature in my faith is that we're all called to be evangelists we're all called to go and make disciples of all nations so when you see really exciting things happen um where you feel like oh man there's these people coming to christ and they're worshiping the lord and you know there's a great awakening happening in our country and it's something we're praying for like are you a part of that in your own life are you talking to people about the Lord? Are you praying for people to come to Christ? Are you discipling people um, so that they'll grow in the Lord? Are you, you know, helping teach the Bible? Uh, just examine your own heart because a lot of times we can judge everybody else. Um, but God calls us to judge ourselves first and say, hey, is that something that I'm doing in my life? 
um, that is for the kingdom. And obviously it's going to be God that it's his power through you that does all this kind of stuff, but it's exciting. And just know that, um, you know, and I'm talking to myself here too, is that there is a harvest out here. You know, if we're keeping into ourselves or we're looking for somebody else to do it, uh, it's just wasteful of the resources God has given us and um, of his Holy Spirit that's inside of us right here. Doesn't have to be in Kentucky. It's right here inside of you. And so I just encourage you to really be prayerful about what God wants you to be doing, um, to look in your circle of influence, like at your job, at your school, at your house, within your family, like, you know, wherever you're at, the grocery store, um, who has God placed in your life that he placed there on purpose? Whoever's in your life, he placed there on purpose. And can you talk to them about the Lord? Can you ask them that, hey, you know, has there ever been a time in your life where, you know, you've accepted Jesus as your Savior? Or do you know who Jesus is? Um, who is Jesus to you? Do you go to church anywhere? <laughs> I, sometimes I start off with that question because, you know, like, who is Jesus to you? It seems kind of, um but usually, and I live in the South, so that's kind of easy. Like, hey, you go to church around here? And and they'll say yes or no. You know, okay, you know, um, have you have you been to church before? And then you just kind of get into spiritual conversation as, as they are willing to. Um, but be prayerful about those people and realize that it's God that's doing it through you and it's not by your own will, um, but that God wants to use you. You, specifically, whoever you are, um, if you have Jesus inside you, have been called to make disciples of all nations and to um, let God use you to have people get right with the Lord. Uh, and so, anyways, just encouraging you, just challenging you. Uh, if you got any questions about that or anything or a prayer request here, we'll just do this thing or need a physical Bible, <laughs> feel free to DM me on Instagram at Walk With Jesus Podcast or email me at Walk With Jesus Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Bye.